Prepare to Attack is a collaboration between Mash Those Buttons, Wawa's Bootcamp, and Mayhem.gg. Visit MashThoseButtons.com to learn more about our shows. Visit Wawa's Bootcamp on Discord to get coaching on your favorite Overwatch characters. Visit Mayhem.gg for live coaching streams and VODs. Hello and welcome to Prepare to Attack, a podcast series that aims to improve your understanding of Overwatch and its characters. This episode is all about Genji. I am, am Bobby Schisler, also known as Blazin' Bob, and I am joined by Coach Zyra Deers. Zy, why don't you tell us, uh, give us a little background on you, your 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 gaming ex- experience and what you do. Okay. I started in season four and I went from gold to grandmaster. Uh, I currently have, you know, a few grandmaster accounts and previously before overwatch, I had actually come from Minecraft, uh, which a lot of people tend to come from like KSF, oh, yeah. Dante, yeah, I've I have a few friends that just came straight from Minecraft. So you have multiple. So even your Smurfs are are grandmasters. Uh, yes, I have yeah. a Smurf and grandmaster, and then I think I have one in Masters, but it was two games away. Uh, but I was just really too busy to play. Oh, I am not worthy. I am not worthy. Well, we are happy to have you here to. Help us learn some about Genji. So uh, let's just jump in. Let's uh, jump in. Okay, Genji, uh, we have him classified as a DPS flanker. He's got 200 health. His weapons and abilities are, his weapon is a Shuriken. He's got Swift uh, swift Strike, which is a quick a quick dash forward that does, that, that does damage. He's got his... Def- his deflect, which actually will ref- will reflect shots uh, back at their the back at the target that you're aiming at when when you use it. And he's got cyber uh, agility, which I believe just makes him move faster than most characters. Is that is that correct? Basically, Tracer and Genji have the highest movement base movement speed without like speed boost or anything. Uh, and it's purely because I think it contributes from his passive, but basically cyber agility makes it so that you can double jump in wall climb. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you for clearing that up. Then his ultimate is the dragon blade. And, uh, we're going to talk about all of those skills and, uh, and abilities in a little bit more depth later. For right now, why don't you tell us about some of the the goals of Genji. It's really simple for the goals of Genji. You basically don't want to die along with, you know, every other character that you choose. But if you're constantly harassing and 
if you successfully harass their backlines in hopes for a kill, you you're doing your job. That is the number one goal we talk about in prepare to attack. Don't die, guys. <laughs> Don't die. Well, uh, why don't you give us uh, some some times on when to use, and if you want to, you can throw in when not to use also. Uh, there isn't really a specific situation as to where Genji would be bad. He would be kind of a risky pick depending on their team composition. Maybe where a soldier would better fit the team instead of playing Genji. But Genji is very useful in contesting high guns, which many 2CP or control point, and I think, or capture point, and escort maps have at least on you know one of the checkpoints. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, what are some, what are some characters like? Say the uh, characters on the other team. Like, what are some compositions you wouldn't want to play Genji into, and what are some you would want to play Genji into? Well, a lot of um, a lot of people think that people like Symmetra, Winston, Zarya, and May, kind of a quote unquote counter you but it's it's really a misconception because you're easily able to play around that but if it becomes too much of a problem that's where it wouldn't be optimal to pick him in that situation so if it's a monkey that just is constantly on just you huh mm-hmm. yeah basically um if it gets to a point where he's on you he really should be dying but if that's not the case then you can switch out for a soldier for more sustain and uh, mobility. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Symmetra, whenever I play her, I seem to do pretty good uh, against Genji's. But I'm mm. also at a lot lower SR than you are. In the platinum range, It's uh, they're probably not as good as you are. Mm-hmm. And they aren't smart enough to run you know, to not be close to me. So, Well, basically, playing against Symmetra's Genji is fairly simple. She only has a shield, I think, every maybe, I want to say 13 to 15, maybe, uh, somewhere around there. It's, it's at least more than 10, meaning you're going to have a lot of time to actually duel her if she wastes her shield. Uh, you don't ever want to be going in closing distance unless it's for a kill with her. Because, you know, you do 50 damage with your dash and you're able to do maybe, you know, a variety of damage depending on how good your aim with shurikens are. Holding deflect against her is really suboptimal and you really shouldn't ever do that. But, yeah, just playing (laughs) your distance is like the easiest. I've definitely seen Genjis do that to me when I'm playing Symmetra. I'm like, it's not going to work, bro. It's not going to (laughs) work. All right, well, speaking of Shurikens, why don't we talk about his uh, number one primary fire weapon, Shuriken? Well, Shurikens go in, they're linear, uh, meaning they go straight. They do 20 damage per projectile, and it goes in bursts of three. Uh, The speed goes around 50 meters per second, but to be precise, it's 47. Uh, the ammo is 24, and there is a one-second cooldown. 
uh, for reload time. Gotcha, gotcha. So what's some effective ways to use it? Well, basically, you want to be always using your left click, which is which is your primary fire. Uh, you really want to be using Phantom Hammers unless you can land 2 to 3, meaning you should be in closing distance if you guys were to use your secondary fire or Phantom Blades. Uh, but the key to really effectively use shurikens would be constantly putting them up and putting them putting immense pressure on choke points and to lead your shots because it's very easy to adjust. Yeah, they are pretty. They, they are pretty fast compared to a lot of the projectiles in the game, from what I understand. Correct? Uh yes. So yeah, so give us a. So you're talking about fan, fan of blades. Give us some times when you should be using that. Maybe some target, like certain targets, tanks. Maybe I'm not. I'm not really sure. You tell me. Mm-hmm. So many DPS characters, or some DPS characters, um, McCree and Soldier, to be specific, they have huge hitboxes. Meaning, if you get in closing distance with them you're able to just hold your right click on them and you should be landing two to three every time unless they start getting distance away, like if Soldier Sprint or McCree rolls. But Phantom Hammer is super good, close range. You can use it on tanks, uh, just basically anyone. Wait, are you, wait, are you saying you mean fan of blades? Yeah, fan of blades, not. Sorry. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> that sounds like you're also a pretty good McCree player then. Yeah, I, I play. <laughs> I would say I have a pretty big hero pool. It's awesome. Or at least a decent enough one. So okay, so I have never done that. Like when I play Genji, I would always save the the fan of the fan of fan of blades secondary fire for when I was going against tanks. I would always try and use it. It never felt like I could hit soldier or McCree with the fan of blades. But you're uh, most saying time, that it's a good idea if you're real close. Yes, it should be with everyone if you're real close because, you know, first of all, it's consistently faster than, you know, using your primary fire. And, you know, if you're, if you're in dashing range and you dash to them, it's easy to get a ton of damage with your shurikens, your phantom blades. Oh, man. Okay, well, there's something for, for me to try next time I play Genji. Let's uh let's move on to Swift Strike. That's his uh one where he 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 dashes forward and it's a really cool ability. Well, most of the time Genji many Genji players use it uh, overly aggressive and because they use it in such an aggressive manner, they end up overextending themselves and getting picked because dash is really the their safest option to get to safety after being in the front lines or the back lines of their team. And that's it does uh how much how much damage does it do? It does fifty damage. Uh if you use it to kill a target, like say you finish it off with dash or you use it, you know, any time before the hero you damaged is killed, then it will reset. That is the kicker right there, right? That's like you you get a couple resets in a row, and that's when 
You've been playing against Genji and he's destroying you. He's probably gotten a lot of dash resets, right? Yeah, definitely. I would say dash resets are very most common for all ranges of, you know, SR would be, you know, constantly having dash resets from a graviton. Zarya's graviton surge, it's very commonly comboed with him, I would say. Mm-hmm. Just going in, going out, going in, going out. <laughs> yeah. We should mention it has a 14-meter range, so it's a little bit further than Lucio's Lucio's aura, uh, song song aura. So give them a little, I, a, a, a little idea. It's on an eight-second cooldown. Is there any more tips or examples you could give us? You, know, you did say it's your it, your your escape mechanism, so you know maybe you don't want to use it to go in unless you know you're going to secure a kill to have it to get back out. Yeah, as you said, it should only be using to secure a kill or get out. Uh, you really shouldn't be using a dash unless you're using it maybe in the air or through enemies, and then resetting your dash by using your dragon blade. And we'll talk about the dragon blade a little bit later. <laughs> um, anything else to add about that? Uh, no, I would. That's pretty much it. Okay. Well, let's uh, move on to deflect. Okay. Uh, deflect rejects uh, reflects any projectile damage back towards enemies. It actually goes faster when you deflect it. Uh, it the only things it shouldn't deflect or doesn't deflect would be Zarya's left click, uh, May's left click, Symmetra's left click, and Winston's left click. Meaning, so they're primary fires. But the other things, such as you know McCree flashbang, uh, maybe a Hanzo arrow, you can all reflect those. Uh, it is a two second duration, so you do have a lot of time. Say you're dueling a widow maker far away, you're able to peek it for a couple seconds. Hopefully, she shoots into you, you deflect, and you can reflect it back into her. But as soon as that's out, you really need to be getting out. Nice. Do you have to? Do you have to aim that? Like when you use the deflect ability, do you have to actually aim where it goes back to? Uh yes. Ah, okay. Pretty good tip right there, because when I first started, I might not have thought of that. <laughs> um, what are some other tips to using it to its maximum effectiveness? You really should be using it when anticipating damage coming to you or your team, and to use it reactively rather than preemptively, meaning you shouldn't be always preemptively checking a corner with your deflect, because that could seriously harm you. Um, granted, if your reaction time is very low, then it could be effective. But other than that, I would say to always use it in anticipation of damage. Are you trying to say us old us old dudes that are slow should uh, <laughs> should use it prior? <laughs> I mean, it, it really depends on the situation, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I would say that when they get the most use out of it on me is when I'm trying to kill one, I'm tunneled on them and I'm almost about to kill them and then they use it and I'm like, and, and I don't pull, I don't stop shooting them quick enough. Oh. Um, I see a lot of Genji's starting out the match uh, 
Reflecting Reinhardt's, uh, what's it called? Fire Strike. Yeah. So you basically, um, it's a free 100 damage for you. And unless they have a diva, they can't really block the damage. So you're able to get a ton of ult charge if you just deflect Reinhardt's Fire Strike in the beginning of the game. Or even during it. If the diva changes go in, she's going to have a lot less time to actually stop it from coming back on her. Mm-hmm. I definitely I think. do think she's she's very uh, in a weird spot. Yeah, well, I think the I'm of the the belief that the nerf if it goes through is a good thing cuz I hate defense matrix. Mhm. I agree. I think it's very uh very unfun to play against, uh, to say the least. Um, she's very annoying at times. Yeah, it's, and as as you go up, she just gets better and better. Down yeah. in the lower SRs, it's not really a problem because most of them just use it all up, and then it's down, and then you get them out of mech, and it's not really a big deal. But up, once you started getting into the higher plats, then they start saving it for right when they need it, and it gets to be a big pain. But we're not talking about uh we're not here to talk about about Diva. So we'll, <laughs> let's uh move on to cyber agility and the move that I was not too sure what what it was. Alright. Well cyber agility is very important towards Genji Kit and it's kind of the his identity, uh, rather than you know, using his dragon blade or anything, because the only other person that can wall climb would be Hanzo his brother, and no one else can double jump. I love Hanzo. So what are some tips to using the the double jump and the wall climbs if, effectively? Because I know I'm, I really don't know how to use the, the double jump. It, well, using your double jump, you should, you know, you shouldn't spam double jump, but you should always be using it to easily lead your shots. Uh, that's something that I do constantly. But by double jumping a lot, if the players are good, then it makes you super predictable because you know you fall at the same speed, meaning it's going to be very easy to track you. So you want to be randomizing your movement by you know double jumping sometimes, you know wall climbing, uh, things like that. And uh, I'm pretty sure, but they don't have the super... Uh, super double jump in the game anymore, right? Actually, that might have been uh, no. before season four. Mm-hmm. That was before season four. Um, I heard a lot of like old Genji things that a lot of people complain about, but I think he's definitely in a very good spot, and he has been for the entire game, even with his nerfs. Yeah, he just he. I mean, he's a really tough character to get get down, and his moves as we've you know talked about are just they're not super intuitive right off right off the bat for the majority of first person shooter players uh maybe you came in since you came from from minecraft maybe you came in with a clean slate and had and hadn't built the first person shooter bad habits i guess you are just habits maybe Mm -hmm. um any like tricks to do with the uh, with the wall 
with the wall climb. I know I forget to wall climb quite a bit. Mm. I mean, it's it's fine, honestly. Um, like in the beginning when I was learning Genji, I didn't even know he can wall climb, and I didn't know how to double jump either. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> but you know, I've come a long way. But to effectively use your cyber agility, you always want to be getting high ground with it because you can easily access the high ground without like having to constantly waste time like say a soldier or McCree would. Uh, by placing yourself high ground, you're actually able to pressure the space and zone out their supports or DPS that can potentially contest the high ground and have free high ground, meaning you put a lot of pressure by just standing there. Yeah, I know I get freaked out on Hanamura, I think it is, uh, when I'm defending and I'm like, uh-oh, Genji top, uh, top right window, Genji top right window. Yeah. Afraid you're going to go around and kill us all from behind. He definitely no. is very good for <laughs> TCP and escort. Yeah, I, I've just gotta, I've gotta practice it more. But this will definitely help because I've all, I've already learned quite a bit. And your proof that improvement is for sure possible because you started just in season four at at gold, and now you're GM. That's that's awesome. Well, let's move on to. What everybody loves, ultimates. His ultimate is the the is the dragon blade. Uh, come on, tell us all about this. I I love it. Well, Genji uses his katana for six seconds uh, to do around one twenty damage. Uh, it's considered a melee attack, so you can't use you know your melee button and have an extra swing or pull out your you know your little sword. <laughs> <laughs> but the swing range is five meters. I think he moves slightly faster, I believe. Um, it takes around 1.2 seconds per swing. And I think if you were to only swing it, the math doesn't really add up, but um, you get around seven blade swings in the gotcha. second duration. So I think I might have been wrong on the uh, on how long per swing. Gotcha. When you should be using Dragon Blade and when you shouldn't be using Dragon Blade. So there's a you know, common misconception with Genji as to where, hey, I'm playing Genji, so I need to carry the game. Meaning people would constantly go in 1v6s or when the team has basically already lost the fight with their Dragon Blade and you know attempts to carry the fight and win the game. And that's really not how you should be using Genji and his blade. Probably good tip for every character. Uh, Overwatch was 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 built from the ground up to be a team game. So using your ultimate with only one or two of your team with you, unless you're you know it's three of you against three of them, it's probably not a smart idea. And especially using it solo is probably not smart. I think though I think those people probably always feel like that they're gonna they're gonna save it right there, and they probably had it happen to them once that they were able to get all get all, get away with that. But the probability is just not there. It's better just to run off, regroup, and use your ultimate when you have when when you have backup, right? Like using your blade in those kind of situations is very high variance, and normally. You know, just playing Overwatch in general, you want to be going for low low variance plays, meaning 
that you want to be going for something that if you play it right, it should logically work every time, no matter what skill level. For Dragon Blade, you should never be greedy. Many people get greedy with kills and they think they need a team wipe, uh, but you really only want to be going for maybe one or two. Um, maybe not want to go for it. Of course, you would want to go for more, but you really only need one to two kills to win your team to fight. I see a lot of Genji's not using, uh, like, the whole team turns to shoot at him when they, when he, when he, when he pops his ultimate, but he never uses reflect. And I feel like, you know, and then he is down and he, he doesn't get any kills. Uh, do you ever use, uh, do you ever use reflect when you're in mid ultimate? Uh, yes, I actually use it quite a bit uh, when anticipating something like maybe a sleep dart or something that's going to potentially put me down low enough or even kill me. Um, but you're you're really easy to cancel your animation for deflect by either wall climbing or dashing. Oh, good tip. Good tip. I mean, there's so much to talk about with his ultimate. Uh, I'm, tr I'm trying to think of other tips that I've heard from other people, but I can't think of any. Can you think of anything else? I would say for using your blade or just in general, you should be looking for an opportunity constantly. Say you pressure their Lucio or Zen if they have something like that, or like maybe a Mercy or even Ana. Just like if you pressure their support and cause them to use their ultimate maybe like mercy uses their res in panic to not die or zen is afraid of dying and uses transcendence you're actually able to re-engage after the thing is done uh the ultimate is done or alternatively you can wait till next fight because for sure you won't you'll know they won't have it so going after what you're saying, going after tanks and stuff, unless they're low life, is kind of a waste of your ultimate. Mm -hmm. You should in primarily be focusing squishies. Uh, so around 200 health or maybe even 250, um, you're actually able to kill them with your combo. I'm curious, and especially with the upcoming mercy changes, is your first target the carry? DPS or is it the healers? So I get asked this a lot when I'm coaching and target priority is a big thing as Genji. So people are either have the kind of idea of focusing a support until they're dead kind of mentality. But then again, you have to be looking from kind of a flow chart. I would say um, just a small little flow chart is, are they a threat? And if I don't go for them, will they kill me? And you, you just have to go for that little flowchart and follow it. So, yeah, you want to be going for high-priority targets, meaning a soldier that's visoring is a lot more valuable than an Ana healing him because you're able to actually quickly burst them. Uh, even without nano boost from Ana, you're actually able to burst them fairly quickly. Uh, but he should be your main priority target. Yeah, I find uh, oftentimes Platinum and below everybody uh, everybody wants to focus healers, 
And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. The lower elo you go because the time to kill is so much shorter in those elos. So you go for the heals first, but the time mm-hmm. to kill gets quicker and quicker as you go up in rank. So killing the DPS that are killing your guys quickly seems to be a better option than going for the heals. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think even with Genji's ultimate, I mean, two like two hits are going to kill most DPSs, so you still should probably, you know, focus DPS, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. you haven't played you haven't played a whole ton in the the uh, lower ranks for a for a while now, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that it's very. You just have to. It wouldn't necessarily be. DPS, say they have a Zenyadon, then that's going to be a very high priority target for you to kill, uh, just in general, because of how much utility that Zen offers while having an offensive uh, Discord orb that does 30% more damage to you and your team, um, whoever it's yeah, on. Makes sense. And just his general damage from his orbs and his transcendence makes him a super high priority target. So you want to be focusing him if they have these in Yada. So you're just basically trying to figure out who the best, the biggest threat is based on the character, along with the skill of the player playing that character. Yes, sir. Which is a hard thing to do, and we'll just that will come with time. Yeah, I don't think I have any more questions on his Dragon Blade. Oh. Uh, who are some characters that are good to wombo combo with it? Okay. Um, a lot of the times you can use it by yourself. Um, but in a lot of, I would say, professional play or maybe in more competitive play, uh, you know, some more simple combos or things that you wouldn't think would match up, like uh, Drop the Beat and Blade, uh, Soundberry and Blade. Or Transcendence Blade. It's very uh, very effective at high ranks, I would say. And just those in general are very strong to match up with Genji because it does keep him alive when he's using his blade. Because the target pro- uh, target focus is actually very strong. Um, alternatively, offensive combos would be more using Zarya. You know, she can combo with so many characters. Yeah, she's huge now too, because no one can yeah. get out of it except for a Reaper, and now Very Mercy soft. can't. She used she used to be able to. Well, once they do the changes, she won't have uh, res in vulner in vulnerability, so she won't be able to get out. It'll just be Reaper and or and Orissa. Yeah, that that's definitely huge because I, I can tell you so many times that Mercy got out with a sliver of health because she rezzed. <laughs> But, you know, that's going to be a very big game changer, having her uh, lose her invuln. Yeah, and they're, they're probably going to tweak it a ton before it actually comes out. That's going to that's gonna change the game in a lot of ways. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Genji's a good time, and it, he's going to take a lot of work to get good at. I would not suggest jumping into comp and just trying him out. Uh, I would suggest doing a lot of practice with him. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some common mistakes that a new Genji would make? Okay, so 
many people who, even with experience with Genji, would play overly passive or overly aggressive. Uh, the key to be very good at Genji would be finding a playstyle relative towards your knowledge of Genji and his limitations, meaning if you're not too fluid with his mechanics and you you don't know enough about his limitations, then playing passively and building up your blade would be the optimal way. Do you, do you, uh, Just curious, do you play with him on a fairly high sense uh, sensitivity or a low sense sensitivity? Uh, I actually, when I came to the game, and you know, I, I've kept this for a majority. I actually just changed my sensitivity a week ago, but from you know season four until now, I've actually been using default sensitivity would be four hundred and fifteen or sixteen hundred and three point seven five. I would say using a very high sensitivity is, or a high earth sensitivity would be very beneficial towards Genji because he does require high APM. Um, alternatively, if you're comfortable with, with the, sen- the sensitivity you have now, then it's not a problem. Uh, you just need to be very comfortable turning a lot. I actually did change it fairly lower. I added around 8 centimeters towards my 360, meaning I went from 1603.75 to 1602.75, which was quite a change, Ooh. I would say. <laughs> yeah, I'm at, uh, I believe, 3.5-1600, and I've got a huge mouse pad, so it works out okay. But when they start you in the game, you know, a lot of mice are at... Uh, default 1600 dpi and then it puts you in game with 15 and you're just like what is going on here <laughs> like you're yeah. moving so fast and but you know sensitivity and pixel skipping and all of that we could have a whole a whole episode on that so we probably we probably will later or maybe prior do you have any uh pro pro tips you could give us I mean, you've given us quite a few so far, but anything else that you can think of? I would say the the key to kind of being a very, like, kind of separating yourself from a very good Genji and a mediocre Genji would be the the amount of times they poke. So you constantly want to be poking. Uh, it, can, it can be a difference of getting one or two more Dragon Blades per round, and that's huge. Like, you can turn the fight of the game very easily with one blade. Meaning, if you constantly poke after you get um, after you use the blade, you can get it faster. And it gives you a lot more teamfight potential in order to, you know, win the game. Oh, that actually, that reminds me. I forgot to ask. Does the Shuriken primary fire have any damage drop-off? No, not at all. So... You can poke from a safe distance over at like maybe tanks and just build up your old charge very easily, even in downtime. And just poking it in choke points is super strong. You get a ton of old charge and you deal a ton of damage. Good. Yeah, good tip. I can't believe I totally forgot. I totally forgot to ask that. Uh, All right. Well, you want to give us any final thoughts on Genji? I would say the final thoughts are just the main thing to keep in mind when playing Genji is that he's a very mechanically intensive hero that requires both game knowledge and intuition in order to be effective to like as him. But yeah, that's basically it. Awesome. 
Well, we're going to close out the show. I would like to encourage our audience to ask us any questions, any comments on the show. You can you can email us at contact at preparetoattack.com. Uh, I'd like to give this over to Zai to plug Wawa's Bootcamp. All right. Well, Wawa's Bootcamp has a Discord. Um, it would be discord.gg slash Wawa's Bootcamp. They also have a Twitter and Facebook, and you can find them by searching Wawa's Bootcamp. Uh, no spaces. Yeah, they're all they're all over. They're they're pretty huge now, and we would encourage you. Uh, Zai coaches, and you could go and have him coach you on Genji or many other characters, and you'll get so much more from the actual one-on-one coaching they use a tool called mayhem.gg it's a website that actually gives uh, a chance for the coach and student to have a one-on-one coaching session where the student can ask questions coach can can answer so really uh, it's a really good program to to get just like one-on-one coaching because most of the time a VOD review, you'll send in the video. They will go over, they'll, they'll draw on, you know, they'll draw on screen and you know, you'll have uh, like, you'll have questions and you can't really ask them. But with, with, with mayhem.gg, you can actually ask right there in real time and then they can answer you. I mean, it's a great, it's a great program. Wawa's Bootcamp has great coaches. They have a huge community of really good players that aren't elitists. I really encourage everybody to go get coaching. Uh, I am also on a podcast called Watch Watchpoint Radio. Uh, we try to focus on Overwatch and its community and game changes we pretty much cover everything it is part of the, the mash those buttons.com podcast network and we encourage you to check us out over there where can we find you zai uh you can easily find me on wallace discord um i am pretty active you can look for my tag uh zyra deer hashtag eight three one nine uh, alternatively, I have a Twitter and Twitch uh, over at Zaradir. So if you just search my name, it should be uh, popped up. And that's uh, Z-Y-R-A-D-E-R-E. It was a little hard for me to pronounce, so I thought I'd, I'd, <laughs> I thought I'd help the audience out. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B-L-A-Z-Z-I-N underscore B-O-B. You can also find me on Twitch at Blazin Bob. Uh, I would like to also thank Good Luck Have Have Fun for letting us use his song Sounds Like Overwatch as our intro music. So we really appreciate that. Thank you so much. I would like, last but definitely not least, encourage anyone to please go and give us a a review, preferably five stars. We are doing a little thing where if you vote for a character in the the review, we will uh, whoever has the most votes 
we will make sure that that character gets in the next round of episodes. So stay tuned and thank you so much, Zai, for coming. It was a pleasure having you. Anytime. Awesome. All right. Well, we're out. <laughs>